Hi, it's 420 somewhere. Welcome to Sex and Sativa with Alex. It's me, your favorite sex positive goddess. And with the world going to shit every day, it is your human right to enjoy your sexual experiences to the fullest like I'm trying to do. It's been a not so restful break, but I missed podcasting. I have some things to get off my chest. I have some things to rant about. And I miss sex. I still miss sex. I miss messy, intense sex. I mean, I miss being out of breath. I miss being sweaty while asking myself internal questions like, how many orgasms am I going to get from this experience? Welcome to season five. It's going to be a good one. Welcome to season five of this amazing sex positive podcast. I must obviously be doing something right because even when I was on a break, you kept on listening. So thank you so much for um, sticking with little old me and my awesome podcast to everyone who specifically asked for new episodes. It's coming. I'm sorry. It just took a very long time. It's not my fault. As a podcaster. I cannot stress how important it is that your sound be a-okay. And there is no working around this if you don't have lights. I'm just sorry. I unfortunately moved to an area where my light situation went from a-okay to just non-existent. So I'm either running my generator or I have my neighbors running their generator. It is just not quiet at all. So for me to have like a quiet moment, it takes a lot. And my podcast is very 420 friendly. Even if I wanted to rent a space, which I did think about getting. I did think about renting a space for this new season. Um, a studio space for my podcast, but they aren't 420 friendly. So until then. Thank you so much for being patient with me. Thank you so much for dealing with the no-show episodes. It's one of the reasons I actually stopped posting for a while. I don't have lights, so I can't charge my phone. I can't do anything. But I need to rant. And I love podcasting. I love how podcasting makes me feel. Welcome to season five. To kick things off on this season, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about sexual expectations actually specifically i wanted to talk about unlearning sexual expectations and how sexual expectations can lead to performance-based sex but basically it's just unlearning sexual expectations there are other things that are coming up under the umbrella we're just going to go along with the episode um to get things started what are sexual expectations as a human being we all have certain expectations when it comes to sex it may be from watching tv and i don't mean porn although 
that is not to say that porn doesn't play such a huge role in people and managing and building up their own sexual expectations we can be from like watching tv um how sex is depicted there um what's their stance on consent is it murky what's the deal like with protection is everything lit well they are gorgeously artfully placed sweat beads on the woman's body and all of that shit yeah so it may be maybe from like watching tv it may also be from um listening to music people have like sex playlists and shit like that but apart from like sex playlists um some songs have this oh when you're touching your body and you're hugging and kissing i don't know i can't sing to save my life it's my podcast <laughs> but um it may be from the way your favorite artist talks about sex is he more of like a oh we're gonna go slow and steady or he's easy like oh we're gonna eat her booty like groceries or other like 10 of them or is she i don't know what kind of songs you listen to but tv music it would actually be from it could actually be from conversations with people that are around in our lives um family members friends and their own experiences with sex somehow manages to become part of like um a sexual expectation of sorts i know i'm getting it right i'm just buzzed i haven't slept in a bit and i saw lights by 4am in the morning i'm so fucking happy yeah so all of these things and our interactions with people and the media can form our own sexual expectations but the problem with sexual expectations is that you have a set idea or a set rules of how things are supposed to go and with sex sex never goes the way it's supposed to go I, that's just the god's honest truth sex is messy sex is funny sex is awkward sex is vulnerable sex is intense it just it never goes as well as planned i mean sorry there's some books i read that i'm like oh oh yeah um and then there are some positions he's licking her neck and 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 biting her nipples at the same time while using one two fingers to two hand two hands to pin her down and one hand to rub her clit and suddenly i start thinking like okay are you like ganesh it's like some indian god sort of situation where you have like multiple hands i hope i got that right my apologies if i didn't but yeah <clears throat> but yeah so um one of the reasons i actually started exploring um on learning sexual expectations because i've recently been thinking about um sex and not just like okay sex in like the normal way with work and shit like that i've been thinking about having sex um i started my podcast with this whole beautiful journey and vow to celibacy which has been great it has been amazing for me it has been very enlightening i have unlearned a lot of things but now i am now actively i don't want to say making plans to fuck but yeah well one i never in case anybody came in here thinking the celibacy thing was going to be like it's a marriage thing i don't really 
believing in your marriage right now. So, like, that's, like, a long thing. But, um, I never planned to be celibate. Actually, the fact that I stayed celibate this long has been one of the most amazing things ever. Because I never planned to stay celibate this long. I have, I have a very, very, like, my libido is off the charts. I enjoy sex a lot. So, the fact that I could have stayed from sex for this long has been a personal congrats to me and applause to me but now i'm thinking about sex i'm going back to sex i i want to have amazing sex but at the same time i have this um fear yes yes that's it. I have this fear. I enjoy sex. I enjoy a great time. But that doesn't necessarily translate into me having the best partners who want what's best for me. They enjoy the addition of the sex, but not necessarily the addition of me. I don't know if that makes sense, but I am actively trying not to make a few of the mistakes I made um, before with my sex life. And in my sex life, I realized, oh, fuck, I'm moving things. I realized there were a lot of things that I was doing that wasn't for me. I had no idea that there were some activities that I was partaking in sexually that were performance-based. I... It hurt, like personally, no. Realizing that at some point, sex had stopped becoming just fun for me into me performing for my partner in some cases. I was like, wow, Alex, you really let yourself get here. Like, there is no dick that good enough. And the worst part is like as if the sex was like all that fucking mind blowing that I had to be doing. It wasn't. It was, if I'm being very honest, mediocre, which... I am culpable, like, I'm liable, you know, I'm holding myself accountable for that, it was not just, oh, my partners, I, I, I've said it all the time, um, on the podcast, I'm not just saying, oh, my partners didn't do this, my partners didn't do that, I let some things go, I became very complacent, and this celibacy has given me a lot of time to unlearn a lot of things, but I'm realizing that Apart from unlearning things for myself, I have certain sexual expectations when it comes to my partner, which I am trying to unlearn. But I did not have any idea that I had certain expectations when it comes to my partner. Um, while I was getting down or researching stuff for sexual expectations, um, one thing I came across was sometimes the expectations can come, like sexual expectations can be, dare I say, grouped, classified, shasha, there are three, there are three. I wouldn't change to three faces. One is um, the physical expectations of sex. Um, this this one is one that I I don't I don't think I have, but a lot of people might not have. Physical expectations of sex. This is where you, um, as a man, go in thinking, oh. The woman should like be tight and you know 
uh, women I, I think I found this thread on Twitter I think it was a few months ago while I was on my break and it was how women were like oh if his dick is not like Mandingo um, style I ain't fucking I just kept on thinking to myself man I have fucked a couple of well endowed men and I, I live so after while I enjoy the soreness it might not be it for everybody so like why do you really feel or why do you really think that that man dingo that big ass penis that is like like the size of an arm why do you think that's supposed to be cool like it can barely even fit into you I don't have any problem with I don't have a problem with big dicks I'm just saying size Mm-mm. and then not just size expecting a penis to look a certain way it must have that mushroom cap um i have like I, I don't know what to do with an uncircumcised penis i'm eager to learn but i don't know what to do with an uncircumcised penis but i know i have i used to have a few female friends that would tell me outrightly oh if it's uncircumcised fuck no while i am here like okay this is an experience this is a challenge something new let's figure this out they're already saying no based on the fact that he's not circumcised so it could be like okay if the dick is not covered a certain way if it doesn't look a certain way if it doesn't have the certain size then um it's already going downhill from there When we have a lot of like um, physical expectations when it comes to sex, not just I'm talking about sizes between a woman being tight and a man um, being as big as possible. We could go from something like, oh, a man should last as long as possible. Men must automatically have this stamina. So I see, I see a bunch of men like drinking a lot of nonsense and buying a lot of shit because you know they don't last as long as um, the length of a porno film or whatever. a lot of problems i i saw i think i'm gonna I, I think i reposted this on instagram i saw a spa giving penis um like penis injections for uh, fillers basically fillers for the penis it makes you bigger uh supposedly i don't know how long it lasts i will do some research i was interested in, and the first thing i came to my mind was father lord of everything good my dear lord lord of abraham lord of isaac do not bring this thing to nigeria because hey ah I, mm, mm. anyway just think bad idea all around i see some of the some of the stuff that um is being done at this um spas and like whatever on instagram and i'm I'm, i cringe while i understand the art of um chasing perfection i do it too i mean working out every day or trying to work out every day so my body looks like an instagram model that's not true but partially yes <laughs> just, 
I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to be honest to myself. Um, what was I talking about? Yes, while I'm start chasing affection, <sighs> altering yourself to find that perfection is. I don't. I don't know. If you alter it and it works well for you, fine. But in some cases, or in most cases, it really doesn't. And they give you the success stories. They don't tell you about the people that I don't know. There could be side effects. These penis filler things, and I really hate that I did not come um, prepared on that. But that was just me, like moving. Mm-hmm. Physical expectation when it comes to sex, like okay, men should last as long as they should. That sort of another physical um, um, like expectations. You know what? For the sake of my sanity, because this is such a mouthful, sexual expectations. I'm going to like shorten it into sex expectations. I saw that somewhere on the internet, and I'm just running with it. So, sex expectations when it comes to STIs. That sort of like, oh, it can never happen to me. I'm the golden unicorn, sort of like with STIs. That kind of mindset is is great for you, okay? But it kind of translates into you being um, reluctant to go testing. You being reluctant to ask your partner to get tested or for their test results you being reluctant to insist on protection because you know i mean it happens every person but it can, it can hardly ever happen to you you think you're clean enough or you pick the right people or you trust your partner enough that kind of mindset or that kind of situation when it comes to stis having that is just a not so positive road down to your sexual health so when we place so much um physical sex expectations and we have so much physical sex expectations when our partners do not meet up or when we individually do not meet up one of the things i've been nervous about to be very honest like is um like since I've been nervous about like what my body looks like. I have been adding weight and losing weight. I have been fit. I have become not fit um, since then. And I just don't know. I feel very self-conscious. I really do. While I've been fucking myself, I've been very comfortable fucking myself. I am I'm self-conscious about like being naked with someone. no idea that what that guy was like i mean i i I felt it like in like in my peripheral vision but saying it out loud is just making me realize like actually yes i am i have like i have this oh wow so now this is going to make me do one of two things now either i start aggressively working out and skipping meals i don't even have a fucking set date in mind i don't even it's like as if there's like oh alexandria shall have alexandria shall have sex on um the 19th day of february 2022 i did not have sex on that day don't quote me i'm just giving like a hypothetical date that has passed i don't have a set date in mind nothing i just the idea of being naked with someone is just a okay i should work on this thank you podcasting see 
so when i like you don't meet up or you don't match up it kind of affects the quality like now i'm thinking do i want to write because there is there's there's a way i can write and like use a toy which is going to be like bam bam like i like it but now i'm thinking like while i'm writing him is he going to be like what what is like my super going oh this is not cool anyway you see stuff like that then it comes to like oh hyperpigmentation and then you have someone bleaching the coochie because you know <sighs> or guys that i'll try to tell you oh i i like my women always shaven like always shaven and waxed and plucked and you can't even fathom like you know that exfoliation double pussy period you know like when the like the when the hair is going back and just like prickly and you like it's like as if it's sponge going down there <laughs> anyway um or um men that think the sign of their manliness is when they don't shave those expectations can kind of be bullshit and alter the way you interact with sex with you or your partner emotional expectations um of sex emotional sex expectations when you start having emotional sex expectations um you start asking so you start to wonder things like oh will this strengthen um will this kind of sex strengthen our relationship or will it make it will it make him look at me like a whore will it make me look less um manly if i ask her to do this or if i want to do this all of this like um this is where like i see a couple of um messages like this where women are like oh um i i enjoy sex like this in so so and so manner but i can't do this in um in this serious relationship because i want him to marry me and you know wives don't do this um this whole uh okay if i if i do this for him will it strengthen our relationship which just pause recently i came in has been trending on the on the twitter and i was like okay what's going on and turns out women are talking about like their horror stories of prepping of not prepping before having anal sex and i'm like hey in 2020 when bella's box sent me my um my gifts and my toys um they also sent me an inner package now i have been interested in inner play for myself and then the package they had a butt plug they had um they had a butt plug they had a what do call it lube in our um, loop for in our sex and i was like okay this is cool so what i started doing was i started in our play on my own I didn't want to just start with like a penis inside because ideally you should never start with a penis inside your asshole like no so I started I read a couple of stories about anal training I just wanted to like you know familiarize myself with the whole situation back there and I've been doing it on my own I haven't had anal sex back there I'm really 
to be very honest not interested but inner stimulation is not such a bad idea see inner stimulation it does not have to involve penetration of penis into the butthole other things can be enjoyed turns out women were not preparing people were not preparing not just women because i saw some horror stories from some men and i was like hey like we're not preparing and like how many days i take your butthole to heal um three days one week and i'm like are they just jamming penis into like your butthole without warning because man you should prepare and i'm seeing people like oh you're using spit and i know it's porn I know it's porn. I've been doing a couple. I've been doing personal research on porn lately, and I've been watching a lot of shitty porn on purpose. And I've been seeing like uh, there's this one on Twitter, Tushy.com. They have this really weird story now like, where they start fucking like you know, um, in the vagina. But then when the guy wants to go to the asshole, like suddenly her asshole is like just a little winking rosette and he just sticks his penis from her not even wet bossoir, just dry and then he goes in and then they start and I'm like, or he spits and I'm like, Why am I talking about you now? Because some of the replies to the responses, like, why are you doing all this email? And it's like, oh, to keep your relationship. Because, you know, he says he likes it. But you don't. And you are fine with your partner just hurting you. Like, you get fucked and you need days to recover. Days. And I saw someone I saw reply like a month. I was like, what? That was loud as fuck. But nobody should be fucking you. Like, you need days to recover from, man. And this leads back to the emotional sex expectations because you're doing all of these things in the hopes that to strengthen your relationship, but it's doing nothing for you. It's doing absolutely nothing for you. Even the frequency to which you have sex is doing nothing for you. But you're doing it because you think it's going to strengthen your relationship. Or you withhold sex. Because, you know, it makes you less horished. And that is going to strengthen your relationship. What does that do for you? Like, in the grand scheme of things, while you are in your beautiful head, in your mind, making all these chest power moves of Shai, Hill, Queen, um, to secure your relationship, do you have any idea how that is actually harming your relationship when a simple conversation could actually solve shit? And then we have gendered expectations of sex. Um, this is where it's like... Uh, the man should be able to okay for example um women men should have longer or have longer or stronger sex drives than women it's like oh you know come on like um you're a guy you should be able to want sex every single time i want it on command no fuck no what if you ask stress if you ask children is thinking about like housewives yo have you seen the price of dollar 
have you seen fuel outside everything is cost <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> don't expect or don't have yeah don't expect your man to be able to put out every single time because you know ideally it's his testosterone i never get that word right and you should make them have like longer stronger sex drive and also you know the men have blue balls and you know of course when women are denied sex you're fine yo have you ever been at the point of like coming and then he switches shit up and then you are just left throbbing or maybe like you're about to come and you're enjoying it and then he comes and you are like dry humping the bed <laughs> i'll just say don't put that whole shit men have a stronger sex drive than women or um you know when women are having sex they should look all sultry and pretty you know because probably that's what tv told you and you expect her to moan so pretty like oh yeah i like that yo sometimes you're doing shit and you're grunting and you're like oh and then okay you're getting a blowjob and your mascara is running and they somehow make you look pretty on like on tv but mascara running sometimes hurt like shit and doesn't always look pretty you end up looking like a raccoon it shouldn't be sultry it shouldn't just be pretty you know you think about that little like that beautiful like utterly placed beads of sweat and Because sexpectations ruin the process or enjoyment of sex. And this is not the same as like, how do I put this in fine words? Um, okay, I've lost it. My apologies. Um, but yeah. We have so much expectations when it got sex like oh 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 one of the expectations is um sex should be spontaneous how is it that when it comes to everything in our lives we can plan for it but when it comes to sex planning for sex like oh it's boring who told you that like no planning for sex isn't boring Spontaneous sex is great, but fuck, stop watching porn or thinking about yourself when you come spontaneous sex. Like, for example, now, if I'm fucking spontaneously, while I'm fucking, I'm thinking, does he have what? Okay, for example, now, there was this one time I was having car sex. I'm just like, yes, back. And me, like, we're fucking. And I just, I remember stopping to think, I hope he has baby wipes. Because I just like I just th- I was just thinking myself like I hope he has baby wipes. He did, thankfully. You know, there's all those guys that carry wipes around, which I'm grateful for. But why can't we plan for everything but not sex? Which why like it's it brings me to the whole like um birth control thing. Man, I do not want to talk about abortion right now. I will do an episode where I'm talking about it, but not now. 
absolutely not now so if that leads to the conversation regarding um birth control or contraceptives like we don't have that conversation you know you just want to fuck nobody's thinking about condoms that's why it's like oh you get into the mood and you want to slide into in think about birth control think about protection plan for sex if now is not a good time because you know that if you have sex now you're going to think of like 20 other things that you're doing plan for maybe a different time where you're not going to think of 12 other things it doesn't hurt to plan for sex it's not a bad thing to plan for sex it's not a bad thing to schedule sex i don't know I, I hate that we have this impression that planned sex means it's like oh your um sex is boring and routine just because sex is routine doesn't mean sex can should be boring like just because it's routine doesn't mean it's boring don't get that whole um film stereotype that oh you know we're an old married couple now we have sex when we penciled on the calendar i i don't mind i don't mind having sex penciled in it's not the quantity it should be the quality so if i'm getting like penciled in sex and in that three hours of the week i am being pleasured i'm going to take those flutters i'm going to take those orgasms i'm going to coast me till next week and i'm going to get more but that's just me Scheduled sex is not a bad thing. Planning for sex is not a bad thing. Let's get rid of this notion that planning and scheduling for sex is horrible. Sex should always be passionate. It should always be intense, which is what I miss. Like, I miss intense, passionate sex. But I've come to realize that intense, passionate sex can happen unless I like the person. And I actually, actually like, like, like the person. Not just like a surface, I don't really give a fuck about you. I don't want to know about you, kind of like him, but like, 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 like the person. Sex mustn't always be passionate. Sex um, doesn't have to be so intense, doesn't have to be rough. It can be slow. It doesn't always have to be slow. Rough sex does not mean he hates you. Does not mean oh he's fucking like he hates you. I hate that. I hate that statement. It's kind of like oh, so if we're doing like really intense, nasty, rough stuff, say I hate using nasty when it comes to sex. I'm trying to stop it. I'm trying to get rid of certain words when it comes to my vocabulary um, regarding sex. It's not being easier. Sorry when I catch myself doing it, but we move. Um oh yo yo another sex expectation is everybody must orgasm everybody must have an orgasm for sex to be good you i had the problem with this uh a few years back i had sex with this guy who would not come we 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 think we spent all night but he would not come for whatever reason he would not come and i took it upon myself as a personal failure I got orgasm one. He was doing shit. He was enjoying it. He wasn't faking all of that. He was hard. He just wouldn't orgasm. And the fact that he didn't, I took it upon myself as like personal failure until I was like, yo, I feel very much offended that when we fucked you did not come. Does that mean like I'm not good or anything? And he was like, oh, no, no, no. Absolutely not. Apparently, he needs to have a personal connection to orgasm, which we did not have which is valid i took that as a lie for a very long time but then i decided to take it as truth because 
what use is it to me taking it as a lie and then killing myself with it and you know with learning about sex and people's relationship with sex yeah i believe that it wasn't me it was him and that's fine just because he didn't come didn't mean man that guy fucked the shit out of me like it was good man he fucked me good good he fucked me really really good does that discount the sexual experience i enjoyed it personally for me i'm really into thrusting like i enjoy thrusting i enjoy when a guy is thrusting inside of me I enjoy coming. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy an orgasm. An orgasm is amazing. A great orgasm is awesome. But thrusting does it for me, man. So just because I enjoy that, does that mean that? And I've said this on the podcast. An orgasm does not equate that the sex was good or not. You could have enjoyed everything else. And not orgasm you might not orgasm for whatever reason it could be your body it could be a distraction it could be um, incomplete sessions but dead the notion that everybody must orgasm at the same time the orgasm must be beautiful and synchronized and nice no sometimes man it doesn't happen like that just get into your head this has died um there should be penetration this is a nice expectation i came across while i was doing research i recently had a conversation with um someone about why he doesn't believe or why he doesn't think um (laughs) this is actually funny to me why he doesn't think um men having sex with each other is the natural way to do things and i was curious and he was telling me how um because according to science continuous use of the asshole could lead to prolapse and whatever whereas penis in vagina has no long-term effect and i didn't want to laugh because you know i'm trying this whole polite thing these days but it just i found it quite interesting that he couldn't assume um he couldn't get rid of penetration like he couldn't look at a gay relationship without bringing penetration was like oh if they give themselves hand jobs it's fine but you know they can never be comfortable with that so and i was just like i found it very interesting that penetration for him was like the ultimate goal let me say this in a way that is loud and proud there doesn't have to be penetration for sex to occur and be enjoyable sex isn't only penetration it's 2022 I would think that I don't need to repeat this, but sex ed is a problem and people have a problem learning about sex as teenagers, as children, even as adults. So we just fumble around life as um, sexually, sexually, sexual knowledge deficient individuals. Mom, <laughs> I like <did> something. 
Oh, another expectation is that we should always want to have sex. No, no, no. Sometimes you just don't want to. It's not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with you just because you don't want sex. Does not mean you're not a sexual being. Oh, sex should always be intuitive. This is hilarious for me. It's like, oh, when you're having sex with someone, then um, they should know what to do. It's why we have this stupid, I call it the rehearsed dance of sex. For me, it's like this. For the longest of time, it starts like this. You kiss. While you are kissing, he starts to touch your boobs. You start to rub his body. Then you rub his dick. You find out how hard he is. If he's not hard, you kiss him a little bit to rub your body. Rub his body. He too is rubbing your breast. He's rubbing your breast. He's aggressively rubbing your breast. He's rubbing your breast. Then he moves from kissing your mouth to kissing your neck. Then he can start sucking your breast. And he sucks your breast and he plays with your breast. Then he moves down and performs like a cursory. Oh, I'm just kind of kiss you there. But really, you know, he's trying to see how you smell and see like, okay, can we go there? Is this like territory to are you are you shaving enough? Are you clean enough for me or some shit like that? And then when he decides, okay, this is okay, he will now do a perfunctory oh I'm trying to eat you out kind of thing. And then when he has finished using saliva to decorate that area and renying that and then thrust and thrust and thrust until it comes. It's like that's it. If I left anything out of this choreographed dance, like, let me know. Oh, no, no, I am so sorry. Sometimes we give blowjobs, but I don't know. Blowjobs are... I know some people use blowjobs as, like, foreplay, but you gotta be careful because he could come. And then we start the whole dance all over again. But, yeah, that just seems like the perfunctory dance for sex. You kiss, touch breast, touch my knees, and then you enter. You assume that your partner should know the right kind of stroking you like. You assume your partner should know um, how you like to be touched. Um, the intensity, the speed, the strength. If you want to be restrained or not. If you want temperature play or not. Your partner should just know. <sighs> Man. Ooh. Sex should be frequent. Sex should be easy. Those are expectations that, those are popular expectations that we usually have or people have. And if I did not get anyone, please don't hesitate to send me a DM on Instagram at Sex Positive Goddess or on TikTok Sex Positive Goddess, Twitter at Sex Sativa. One word, no underscore. Let's talk about it. This episode was supposed to. Um, segue into me talking about um how um sexual expectation leads to us having performance-based sex but i think i'm going to leave performance-based sex for a different episode um alexandra i need to remember that performance-based sex for different episodes so while we've talked about expectations how do we manage expectations how do we work our way around um expectations and unlearn all the sexual expectations we have of ourselves we have of um each other because you know we all have expectations first of all as an individual you need to realize what you actually want not what your partner wants you to want 
not what everybody expects you to want what you actually want if you've been used to the kind of like wham bam slam kind of sex you could decide that that's not your thing you want to do something slower and slow sex started for you i saw a tweet about um one lady saying how she only wanted to fuck men that were nice to her and someone was like oh you'll be celibate forever and all that i was like yes you actually will be celibate if you are trying to actively only fuck men that are kind to you but it's a choice Realize what you actually want. Stick with it so that nothing sways you, regardless of how long it's going to take you, regardless of how um, hard it's going to be. Realize what you want and stick with it. Realize that your sexual expectations or your sex expectations are ever evolving, especially when you're in a relationship. As an individual, we grow, we evolve. So, don't expect that your sex should or your sex life or your sex position should stay the same be open and be comfortable to having these expectations change be open and comfortable to doing new stuff be open and comfortable to saying no be open and comfortable to change and evolving is evolvement the thing evolving yes that's it communicate you need to find a way to communicate with your partner respectfully and for you the partner that is hearing this you need to be able to respectfully receive the information that your partner is telling you it's not just about communicating it's just about saying oh here 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 you also need to be able to listen because some of the things you might hear might be hurtful and you might feel it's like a personal attack on you it's not communicate properly learn to respectful respectfully receive information that is given to you and once these two things are happening or are happening and happening nice well coming and existing trying to find words i'm so tired you can learn to work on that also while your partner is telling you shit or while you're communicating you have to realize that you need to validate and you will have to validate your partner's desires and road blocks yours as well everything you feel is valid don't just oh you know i really don't think i should like that no validate your experiences validate your desires and your roadblocks as well everything is valid you are right in your feelings nobody has the right to tell you how you should feel how you should react what you should like and what you shouldn't like be open to negotiating and compromise so that you and your partner even yourself be open to negotiating and compromising with yourself because most times you feel like i'm talking about relationships sometimes sex starts sex starts with you sometimes sex starts with you so be open to negotiating and compromising with yourself and your partner Take account to mutual understanding of like what you want and what you see your sex life looking like. So yeah, 
Oh, this was fun. Welcome to season five, ladies and gentlemen, and whatever you identify as. I'm sorry I took a break. I'm in Africa. I'm in Nigeria. We ain't got light. That's why your vote counts, my people. Your vote is going to count. But man, can we just talk about for a second how there's so much election awareness this time around? Like it is the most reminds me of that NSAS period. Anyway, this is a new season. I have so many fun episodes I have not planned, but I have penned down. So everyone who sent me um, episode suggestions for the season, I have taken down three. I am awesome. I'm also thankful that you sent those in. I'm grateful and I will work them through. This season, I think I might do like a 15 episodes instead of 13 i'm not sure let me know what you think thank you so much for listening i'm back and i'm not going anywhere it's only going to get better please don't hesitate to follow me on instagram at sex positive goddess one word no underscore on twitter at sex sativa same thing one word no underscore and on tiktok at sex positive goddess i'm always posting fun interesting sex positive content i think so some people think so why don't you come find out until i come your way again it's been fun thank you for listening to sex and sativa with alex bye for now